Cornucopia Radio presents Space, the final job before I quit. These are the voyages of the UK Space Agency Engineering Pod number 46. My five-year mission? To explore the ten square metres I'm trapped inside, seek out Pluto and boldly go and switch the lights off, if they're still on. Pod to Pluto, by Peter Richard Adams. Episode 6, Valentine's Day. What are you wearing? Nothing. Don't play cool with me. Seriously, don't worry about it, Pod. Come on, I know there's something different about you. You look like a big cake. A big white cake. A big white virginal cake. It's a wedding dress, isn't it? Maybe. So what? There's nothing weird about that. No, of course not. There's nothing at all weird about being all dressed up, ready for the most important day of your life, when you are 240,000 miles from the nearest church. Incoming communication. What? Cancel it. Can't. Why not? Can't be bothered. Okay then, put it through. Audio only. Why only audio? Let the world see you. There's nothing weird going on here. Audio only, pod. Putting it through on visual now, Miss Havisham. Uh, Oh my good God. Graham, honey, you okay? Have you flipped? No, darling, I've just been sifting through the cupboards. You found a wedding dress in the cupboards of a space-going engineering pod? Sort of. I actually picked it up a few weeks back drifting in the garbage belt. Oh, so you rescued it from the abyss of space just in case you bumped into Mr. Wright? Funny story there. Pod, mute com. Com muted. Right. Listen to me and listen to me good. Listening good, boss. This dress came from the garbage belt. It did not come from a miner on Mars. I did not marry that miner in a misguided get-rich-quick scheme. I am not married. I have never been married. I am not currently awaiting divorce papers. Do you understand? Oh, I think I've got the bones of it. Okay. Come up. Come up. Jemima, Jemima. Where did you go? What was Pod saying? I was saying funny story there, as she did get hitched only last week. What? Pod, go mute yourself. Oh. I just got bored, so I thought it might be fun to play dress up. And is it fun? No, not really. It's just made me feel a bit lonely. Why have you called anyway? Oh, er, uh, no reason, really. Really? It's unlike you to just call anyone for a bit of a chat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just at a loose end for five minutes was all. Oh, okay. Are you awake? Of course I am. 
You're the only one who sleeps. I'm always awake. Really? Oh, yes. What do you do all night? There's no night in space. It's all night in space. Ooh, thought-provoking. Don't change the subject. What do you do? Nothing. Nothing? You must do something. No, nothing at all. I just watch you sleep. Okay, that's creepy. Isn't it? If it helps, I film you too. That doesn't help. (laughs) Why do you film me? I film everything. Have you not noticed my lens? I thought it was decorative. It does make me look good. It's also key to my hobby, which is filming you. You have a hobby? Sort of. I'm programmed to do it, and I have to do it. And if I didn't do it, then it probably means something has gone catastrophically wrong with my core programming. But I figured, if you can't beat them, join them. So I started getting kind of into it. Experimenting with framing, that sort of thing. I shot all of last Sunday in black and white, which I felt added a certain French quality. Each summer, I hold a little film festival, and at Christmas, I put all my favourite clips into a one-hour special. I won't win any awards, but it keeps me out of trouble. What's wrong, anyway? I can't sleep. Yes, you can. I can prove it. Would you like me to play you a best-of compilation? No, Pod. I mean, I can't sleep right now. I've been trying to for ages. Have you tried counting sheep? I have in the past, but my hay fever's so bad it sets me off. (laughs) How about counting something that doesn't involve the possibility of thinking about grass? Like what? We could play Count the Stars. Yeah, I suppose that could work. Let's do that, then. Open the little shutter by the bed. There you go. And relax. Feel your breath entering into your body and flowing out. Now start counting the stars. Ready? Go. Finished. 9,096. What next? Music? How is that supposed to help? It's not. It's supposed to be irritating. Turn it off. But this bit is really good. Turn it off now. And sleep. How am I supposed to sleep? Because you're relaxed. No, I'm not. I can assure you, you're 63% more relaxed now than you were when the brass band music was playing at an aggressive volume. That's a big drop. Off you nod. Pod, that hasn't made me want to sleep at all. Why not? Well, if anything, it's just set me on edge thinking you might do it again. Where did you even get that idea? I just made it up. Not bad, eh? Not good either, though, Pod. You're a little sensitive tonight, aren't you? What's eating you, then? Something on your mind? Yeah. It's all that stuff with Graham earlier. I don't get it. He never calls out of the blue, and he never gets in touch just to have a chat. Of course, it'd be nice if he did occasionally, what with me trapped thousands of miles away in the depths of space for five years and everything, but it's just not like him. Right. So what's bothering you is that he did the exact thing you wanted him to do. Yeah. The thing you've desired for months. Yeah. And now that it's happened, you have a problem with it. Yeah. Women are weird. He's the one acting weird. Well, you know what they say. Men are from... Earth. And women are from... Earth. But 
That's just the problem, isn't it? I'm not on Earth. But he is, and he's on his own, surrounded by women. And men. And men, but it's the women that I'm worried about. Why? Was he the type to be surrounded by women before? No. But that's because I was there, acting like some sort of angry, jealous shield. Now I'm up here, and I'm still angry and jealous, but I can't do the shielding. Well, maybe the reason you're so worried is because you're right. What? I'm just saying that you might be right. He's a young guy. He's not going to wait on the shelf forever. Especially with you stuck up here. Thanks, Pod. That's one hell of a bedside manner. You're not sick, Jemima. You're just anxious. I was hoping it would make you feel better. How would that make me feel better? Damn. I forgot to do the end bit, didn't I? Hang on. I'll have another go. Especially with you stuck up here. Just kidding. I'm sure that he sat at home pining for you, staring at your photograph and counting the days until you get home. I bet he's hardly considering his myriad options at all in the huge chasm of spare Jemima's time he's got. Thanks, Pod. That was dreadful. Here's a help. Why not call him? Yeah, I suppose I could. <laughs> That's the sort of thing girlfriends do, isn't it? Search me. I couldn't give a damn about your confusing monkey-mating rituals. Making a call. Jemima? What's going on? It's the middle of the night. There's no night in space. What? Uh, nothing. I just wanted to chat. What about... Do you ever think about it? About what? You know, popping the question. I did once, but you were drunk. Really? Yeah, Valentine's Day, two years ago. I cooked you a special meal, but you'd been out to get your hair done and came back stinking of ouzo and regret. I don't remember this. I know. What did I say? Um. If I remember correctly. Swiftly followed by a series of demands to hold your hair back, a questioning of my manhood, a request for a quick snog, uh, anger, then snoring. Oh. I shouldn't worry about it. But I am going to worry about it. I'm stuck up here for five years. It's a long time to dwell on things like that. Well, then don't. Let's uh, get it over with. Get, get what over with? Graham, you're not going to propose, are you? No. Oh. Kind of the opposite, if anything. Huh. The thing is, Jemima, this whole five years in space thing, it's a bloody long time. Puts a bit of strain on a relationship, so uh, I was thinking, rather than carrying on straining, maybe it would be better for both of us just not to be together. To split up. Go our own way for a bit. I'm not going my own way, I'm going to Pluto. 
Yeah, and I'm going to Exeter and they're not very close to each other. Yeah, but we're pretty close to each other, aren't we? No, not anymore. We're thousands of miles apart. But I'll miss you. We're already missing each other. Half a decade is a long time to be together. Especially when you're not. But I've only been gone three months! And you're going to be gone a lot longer. Is there someone else? No, no. At least... There is, isn't there? I should have known. No, 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 Jemima, there's not. (sighs) It's more that there might be. Oh, well, can I ask who she is? John. That bitch! Wait, who's John? You know, John, from work. You don't work with anyone called John. No. You do. What? My John! Work John! Yes. How on earth do you even know him? Well, firstly I met him because he's on earth. Um, at a party. Which party? Your leaving party? My leaving party? Which I didn't attend because John had sent me on a five-year mission to Pluto. Yeah. Look, it's nothing personal. We just got chatting and kind of clicked, you know? So we've been seeing a bit of each other ever since. It does feel a bit personal. How come? Because the man who sent me on a half-decade trip to the end of the galaxy and back without consultation is now copping off with my boyfriend. Pop those two facts in bed together and it all feels a bit premeditated. Look, Jemima, I knew you'd feel that way. But you know it isn't really... Don't you? In your heart of hearts. I think... Yes? I think... Yes? I think I need a bit of time alone. (laughs) Well, that's lucky, because... End call, Pod. Call ended. And stay out. Are you okay? No, Pod. I don't think I shocking am. Do you want me to put some sausages on? Yes, please, Pod. You've been listening to Pod to Pluto, written by Peter Richard Adams. It starred Laura England as Jemima Belafonte and Wayne Russell as Pod. It also featured the voice of Nick Bowden as Graham. This production was edited and directed by Peter Beeston, and the title music used in this episode was Aparante Ingravades by Martin Benitez. Also, please remember to rate and subscribe to this series in the favourite podcast application of your choice. Also, could you tell your friends if you like this show? as it will make the very lonely occupants of UK Space Agency Engineering pod number 46 far happier to know that they have a little company.
This episode is the last in the current series of Pod to Pluto. But like all great things, we'll be back later this year for a Christmas special and a brand new series starting early next year. After all, our journey together has only just begun. This work is released under a Creative Commons agreement. For more information and access to even more amazing radio productions, visit us online at cornucopia-radio.co.uk.